If you are listening to this podcast, it means you're searching, searching for someone who understands you, someone who gets you. You are yearning to be understood and to belong. Welcome to the Someone Gets Me podcast, where we help smart, talented, and sensitive people navigate an often insensitive world. I am Diane Allen, your host. My roles as ambassador, author, speaker, and intuitive mentor for bright and talented people are woven into each episode. I have the experience and knowledge to educate and inspire as I have been there and I understand your unique intensities, sensitivities, and challenges. Welcome. The three C's of life. Hi friends, it's Diane, and I'm here to talk to you today about the three C's. The three C's for me hold kind of the foundation for things. It allows me to continue to have a foundation while having flexibility in my world. As a gifted person with lots of intuitive emotions and feelings and sensings and all kinds of things, it's really good to have a foundation with all the people I work with. It's really good to have a foundation. That way we can be flexible and spontaneous while still feeling grounded. So these three C's are the things that I use, along with some other things, of course. But for this show, we're just going to talk about the three C's. And the first C is choice. I remind myself I always have a choice. You always have a choice. So when our fear levels get high or our emotions get high or something feels very um, emergent, you know, we can sometimes say, I don't have a choice. I have to do it this way. Well, that's not true. Our brain might say that. And there might be one choice that's so glaring that that seems to be the only choice. But it's never only one choice. I had a client of mine recently go, well, I only had one choice. I had to leave that job. And I'm like, well, you actually had a choice to stay. You had a choice to complain and stay. You had a choice to surrender and stay. You had a choice to leave. There are multiple choices. And though we know we're going to pick one because it is so obvious, that's wonderful. And remember, we're always making a choice. Now, I always tell myself and everyone else too that when we make a choice, really quickly, the universe will tell us, you know, what our path is. There was a, was it the highest choice? Was it the not so great choice? How was it? We'll get immediate feedback from the surroundings in our world and from our inner gut, our inner knowingness. And so the whole thing about choice is to keep making choices. We make a choice when we stand up off a chair or a couch and walk across the room. Those are choices. So when we slow our life down a little bit on the inside and realize that we're constantly making choices about what we're going to wear, what we're not going to wear, who we're going to call, what we're going to say, then we can honor the fact that everything is a choice and that we are in charge of our choices. We are the ones in charge. So it's our intention or it's, it's our attention in us, it is our ability to remember that we're always making choices. And choice is where our freedom lies. So that's the first C. 
The second C is change. Now, Socrates said the only constant in the world is change. And when I first heard that decades ago, I was like, oh, no, you know. Um, and I have people that I work with that say, I always resist change. It always takes the, I always take the hard way. And I'm like, well, if you're going to keep saying that, you're going to take the hard way. So if you're one of those people who says you resist change or you don't like change, understand that that's the only constant in the world. So we probably want to make friends with it. So here are some daily kind of habits you can develop that help you make friends with change. One is movement. Get up and move. You know, we have a very sedentary society right now, and it's not good for us. We're meant to move. It helps our lymph system clean the toxins out of our body. It keeps our muscles working well. It keeps our brain working well. Movement is important. And there's many ways to get it. We can go exercise. We can go to the gym. We can dance. We can take a class. We can simply go for a walk. But moving our body is very important. It, it's funny because I get up about every hour, especially if I have a sedentary day where I'm writing or, or something, and I get up every hour and just go for a walk and or play with my puppy or do something that's movement-related that's just not standing up and sitting down that has a little bit more to it, sometimes just twisting. The other day, I started doing jumping jacks in the middle of the living room and my little puppy was jumping all over and I was laughing going, I haven't done jumping jacks in a long time. And it felt very enlivening as I remembered doing those in my youth. So there's all kinds of things you can do to get moving. We're meant to move. The second daily habit that I, I love is laughing. Joy and laughter and play elevate our energy, they get our body going, and they allow our creativity to really soar. In fact, there's research that says that if we're learning, supposed to be learning something and it's kind of boring or heavy, it takes two, between two and 400 times to hear it or ex be experienced to learn it. But if there's play and laughter and excitement, it's down, I think it said to 20. Like it's a fraction, a fraction of what happens when we don't want to do something. Now, gifted, intensely sensitive people, if they don't want to do something, they're not going to do it or they're going to resist it and they're going to fight the change and it doesn't work really well. It's much more important to make friends with change, make friends with making choices and add a little bit of play and joy. One of the things that uh, is really helpful sometimes is to simply play games in your head sometimes. Make yourself laugh. I do that a lot. I'll drive around and just thinking about funny things I see. And I tell myself a funny little story, even if it's a minute, and it brings a little chuckle. It elevates my thinking rather than saying, oh, this is hard, or I don't want to do it, or something that kind of brings my energy down. So elevate your energy by laughing, playing, and having joy. The third daily habit is water and hydration. That's really important, um, especially if you live in a dry climate. You know, I recently I moved to North Carolina from Florida, and it is much drier here. 
and I had to really adjust to keeping myself hydrated in the manner in which I'm accustomed. And being hydrated, just like the oil of the engine of your car, is required for it to function, right? It's required. We need water for the chemical processes of our body in order to stay alive. So when we're dehydrated, the body is running at a lesser efficiency. It makes things harder. And one of the first signs of dehydration, no, it's not thirst. One of the first signs of dehydration is brain fog. Not being able to think in the manner you're accustomed to, or not being able to grab some of the words you want, or have the creative edge that you usually have. It is because often you're dehydrated. So make sure you're getting the water that you need. The fourth daily habit that I think is so important for all of us is good music. Playing music, listening to music, appreciating music that sings to your heart and sings to your soul. It's very important. Music really enlivens the brain. I've seen all kinds of different PET scans and different research around the power of music. The vibration of music, the lyrics, the memory, all of it. So I'm a mid-70s syndrome kid, and I love mid-70s music. And so I listen to it every day, different artists, different things that bring me joy. So it kind of goes with the laughter, joy, play one that gets my energy moving. Sometimes I'll be listening to it, and next thing I know, I'm standing up and dancing around the house. So that brings in all of the things together, right? So music is very important. It's vital to our survival. It's vital to our happiness. It's vital to our ability to accept and receive change in a way that works in our favor. Music helps us move through life. It helps us tell the story of our lives. It helps us make sense of things. Very, very important. And the last daily habit to help with change is to read. Whether you're doing an audiobook or reading, an ebook or reading an actual book, it's consuming and reading and stimulating your mind on that level. And sometimes you could even include listening to podcasts that are ones that help you think, that help you understand what change is and to make friends with life as we know it. So change for me now is fun. What new thing is going to happen? How can things shift or move? I kind of imagine that, you know, like going down a river, you know, tubing or maybe even in a kayak or something where there's all kinds of different flow and feels and senses and all kinds of experiences just as we're moving through life, like riding a bicycle or walking. The environment is always changing. That constant changing environment that we're in helps our brain function better, helps us do life better. Because the truth is, everything is always moving. Life is not static. So we really, really want to make friends with change and to realize that we have a choice to make friends with change. Now, the last C is to live with courage. Courage is so important because I think that when we have a lot of fear that goes on in the world because fear is warning us to get ready and telling us to get prepared. And courage is being able to stand up in the face of aridity, in the face of fear, in the face of things 
and stand in our own sovereignty and our own beingness. And so there's parts of courage that I think are important. Courage, like physical courage, like in our body, has to do with being resilient, has to do with having balance. And a key part here is awareness, paying attention. You know, so often I hear people say, well, you have to tell the truth. You have to do this. You have to do that. I go, well, first you have to know what, what's happening. You have to be aware. And I know that we all could improve our awareness, paying attention to what's real, what's not real. What am I listening to? Does it really matter? What's the nuance of my experience or the experience of another? Paying attention and being aware is critical for our happiness, our foundation of our life. It helps us stay resilient. It helps us with our balance. And it reminds us that we are meant to be here. Like you are meant to be here on earth, doing your amazing vision, doing and following your dreams, standing in your sovereignty. So how resilient are you? That flexibility of resilience comes by making friends with change, reminding yourself that you have choices and having the courage to be resilient, to stand in your authority of who you are. There's also moral courage, and, and that has to do with justice and integrity. Also, two very important parts of the world of gifted, intensely sensitive people. Having things be just and correct and having integrity mean, is very important. Integrity means doing the right thing even when no one's looking. And so can you close your eyes at the end of every day and say, nicely done, where you held your integrity, you did what was right, you paid attention, you were aware, you allowed yourself to fuel your being with exercise and water and laughter. Are you doing that? Then there's emotional courage, which has to do with being okay with feeling all of your feelings. Like some people don't like to feel happy because they don't know what to do with it. Some people don't like to feel afraid or anger or guilt or grief. So can you experience the full range of your emotion without guilt? Now, guilt means you broke your own rules. So if you're feeling guilty for an emotion, it means that somewhere along the line, you picked up the understanding or the knowledge that that particular feeling, it, you're not allowed to have it. So therefore you're guilty if you do have it and that there is some work to do there because the truth is all of your feelings are the energy source that tell you you are alive. They are vital to your happiness. They are vital to your success. They are vital to your health. So if you're having a hard time feeling feelings, feel free to reach out to me or anyone who can help you make friends with your feelings so that you can remember your choices and you can be free. Then there's intellectual courage. This is one that I love because it has to do with being flexible in our mind and intellectually um, malleable, I guess is a good word. I remember when I was taking a class at, at a seminary and the professor said, demonstration of faith is when you can fully embrace the belief of someone else and understand and be flexible with the conversation and still be able to, at the end of the conversation, align with what you really believe. 
but a flexible mind is very important. And the more rigid we get, that comes from fear, the more closed down we get, the less effective we are and the less happy we are. So rigidity doesn't pay off. Flexibility is where the answers to basically all of our challenges are. And then there's spiritual courage. And that means living your purpose. And and I saved that for last kind of because I think it's so important. People think spirituality is religion and it is not. Spirituality means to be set free. Religion means to bind or constrict. They have different functions in the world, both very valuable. But spiritual courage is about living your purpose. So in what areas of your life do you play small? In what areas of your life do you shy away from being who you're really meant to be and speaking in a way you're really meant to speak? Be who you're meant to be. Living that heart's desire. Are you allowing that inner fire of yours to be even more ignited and move forward and come out into the world? Are you allowing that? If you're not, then you might want to check on your courage, right? Because sometimes people are afraid to be seen. Sometimes people are afraid that their heart's desire is stupid or not good enough. I have a, a new client I'm starting to work with it. And she was saying something like that. She was going, I'm afraid to bring my vision out because people might think I'm stupid, that it's a stupid vision. Not that she's stupid, like not smart, but like that it's a stupid vision. And we've had a long discussion about that and about the fact that if it's in your heart, it's meant to be. And what other people may think or not think is irrelevant. And the other part of it is they probably aren't going to think that anyway. That's a story she's telling herself, right? So that's why it's important to have a mentor or somebody who's already walked these roads to be able to help guide us because all of us are always walking each other home, as Ram Dass says. And so our spiritual purpose and living our purpose can feel a little tricky sometimes in the human world and in whatever situation that we're in in the moment. A lot of the people I work with are leaving one part of their profession and going into something else to bring that inner vision forward. And it, it is a little scary. There is some preparation to do. Because remember, fear means get ready. It doesn't mean stop. It means get ready. So there's so many factors, so many things that go with the three C's of life. There's making friends with change, remembering that the only constant is change. And there are ways to make friends with it, like elevating our energy with play and music and excitement and movement. And then there's always choices. We have choices. We always have choices, even when it feels like one is so heavily weighted that in our minds we say, I have no choice. But it's effective to say, hold on, I do have a choice and this is still what I'm choosing. That way you're stating your authority. That way you're owning the responsibility for that choice. That gives you empowerment. And then, of course, there's core principles of which, for me, courage is a big one. Being resilient and having integrity. Feeling your feelings and honoring who you are as an intensely sensitive person. 
as a human being that can have a flexible mind and live your purpose in sovereignty because you have agency. So as you think about these things and you pay attention to how are these three C's playing in your life, do you give yourself permission to make the choices to change or not change, right? To live in courage and to remind yourself that you are beautiful and you are lovable and you are capable, that you have resilience. You probably have more resilience than you realize sometimes. And that being aware of who you are and your inner heart's desire gives you the roadmap to your fulfillment and your happiness. So friends, I hope this episode has served you. If, as always, feel free to reach out, connect with me. If there's anything you would like to talk about, send me an email. All that information is in the show notes. I'm happy to support you in any way that I am able. And until the next episode of Someone Gets Me, remember to put your face to the sun so the shadows fall behind you because you're a rock star and you're here on purpose with a mighty purpose. So go out there and make friends with the deep, beautiful being that you are. Be well. Are you tired of searching for someone to understand you? Join our Facebook group, Someone Gets Me. In this group, you will be able to connect with others who are intense, sensitive, smart, and talented. I share my insights and teachings, and you can connect with others in a real, authentic, safe forum. So join us today. Someone Gets Me.